what do you what do you know? You, you you live and you learn. I can't move clearly. I can't touch the computer. I can't touch anything. Now I'm irked. In addition to being sleepless, I'm pissed. Yeah, yeah, this is 194. I'm your host, Eugene S. Robinson. Yeah, 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 Stigmata. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, call it adjust. Intro all of nothing. Still available from Revelation Records. Radio Beach, California. Where they shoot your death in the nightclub. Where you with a car with a hammer. Where you may have put them out of town. Bob Riley, since then, like he has since 2007. Yada, yada, yada. The show was on UFC 269. Kept me up all night. Couldn't sleep. I was up at 3.30, 4.30. Haven't finished the freaking Substack, if you can believe that. I'm going to have to go do it tomorrow. Those of you with a 12-hour gap, you guys are going to get your money back. Play the music. Yeah. <laughs> and the baby's sleeping. You don't touch the computer. London town. Yeah, it's early there for you. <laughs> you haven't bottled anybody yet. You can watch the show and then get out and bottle somebody. Evening complete in bed by midnight. All right. Yeah, but however, let's get the glass. I'm just going to stare at you until Bob Riley finishes. Do not listen to the aborted 194 where everything went black. This is the new 194 where I watch you silently judging. I do like this intro again. I said I wasn't going to run it again, but I love the lines that started out. Listen. Listen, it's got 10,000 views with the intro. It's madness. Yo, you use your time right. You can be out there, crack somebody in the head, and be back. I'm taking a real good look at your face. So be in payback for always nothing. All right, all right, all right. So the, I don't have the patience with the aborted show. You know, and those of you who are paying attention, we had 194 that started. And then what I was trying to turn the computer, I, I changed the intro. I don't know what I would change it to. Maybe if somebody came in with some real, people said, you know, Eugene, if you stop calling Connor, Connor McGregor, stop calling Connor McGregor, um, stop calling him an anal rapist. And, you know, maybe flip the bird a few times and then got rid of the big penis guy over there. You might have a, I might have a what? I might, you know, if I wore, had titties and wore a dress, maybe, maybe I'd be, you know, Maddow, Rachel Maddow. Come on. The things that you have described are the essential nature of the show. Now, if I had a little bit more money, I wouldn't be, what I was trying to show you guys in this room this room where I'm now sitting, which I think I'm going to do the show here permanently. Uh, you can see I got the ring light set up. It is now my office where I work from for Wong duty. And uh, I was going to shift the computer to show you a, um, the metals on the wall. I can't touch the computer now. Cannot touch the computer like I will not touch the intro. 
you know, I'm still doing I care, don't care. If you listen right before we do the, the preview, I do crybabies, bedwitches, greedy bread goblets, work shy individuals, malingerers, fault finders. This has less to do with your skills and talents as a fighter, I'm much more explaining the show and the squib. I've memorized an actual fact. You know, Brando used to have to put stick them notes. I can remember it. Steel trap or trap, trap house, steel trap. So um, so I'm going to show you this room, which is now where I'm spending all my time. It is uh, it is a glorified closet, though it is indeed a room. Um, and uh, uh, the kid can come out and, and, you know, so now I'm locked up and she could be free, but she's napping now. So I'm quiet. So no screaming intro that you usually get. But let me give you, as usual, a preamble. So this is this is version 194. Last night was UFC 269. Um, and if it's a 14-fight card and I have seven cares, incidentally, on the care, don't care, which comes out tomorrow afternoon, you'll know that I won the week. Smashed John Nash into the dirt, like in the dirt, and then sang him the Sammy Davis song that makes it, breaks it all. Would everyone here kindly step to the rear and let a winner lead the way? All you know, I I, I didn't I, I didn't you know I had some picks that were wrong, but largely it doesn't matter. Percentage I won the week. <laughs> yeah, if if I had some money, I would you know I mean if somebody all these people that they want me to change the show, I think they want the best for the show, right? Like when Bob and Doug McKenzie have to get off of SCTV and they get the big Vegas thing and the lights and it doesn't work, it fails miserably. Or like the Japanese interviewer who asked me, yeah, you would Oxbow would never sell out. So what are you talking about? <laughs> if somebody showed up with a million dollars and said, hey, you, we want you to do a commercial for our uh, feminine products, would you? I go, yes, we would. But, you know, our skill set is so limited that we can't really do anything other than what we do. So if that's what you want to put a million dollars behind, we're happy to have you put a million dollars behind. Kotex. Ah, sponsored by Oxbow, or it's the other way. Oxbow, ah, sponsored by Kotex for those not-so-fresh days. For those heavy days, Oxbow. <laughs> the top, the top, and feminine care products. Look, you know, I'd, I'd like to improve the show. I, I honest to God, would. But at this point, I'm just holding on by a thread. I could barely keep all this stuff together with spit and wire. So let's just be glad. Won't touch your computer. We'll go on. So preamble. Uh, first, let's get the commercials out of the way. Pinko95014 at yahoo.com if you want to PayPal. Dudes in Canada, Tommy LB down in, down in Louisiana. Thank you. Oh, as always comes in the mail you don't mess around with this cash app or venmo or paypal or even though venmo is uh eugene dash robinson dash 28 i believe that's it uh, anything you want to contribute is fine by me or alternatively patreon.com slash the stomper are all ways to get money since i got a job now i'm not bugging you guys as much commercial time sticks to 30 seconds we're in and we're out <laughs> that LinkedIn show that would have been great and I've been talking to to well in one of the photos they used if you look Ruby's actually wearing the Oxbow shirt with this 
Yeah, yeah, he's that on the shirt. That's great. So, um, and uh, we could talk about that LinkedIn thing a little bit later, but I can't, I got to get this out of my head because I got to sleep tonight and I can't not sleep tonight. And I also got to get this sub stack written and not, not have it written so that it can come out tomorrow a little late, 12 hours late. Um, I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about that lingua ignota um, soon and, and as part of this show, but not right now because I got to get the fight thing out of my head. So, um, uh, so I'm watching this thing. And if it's a 14 fight card and I care about seven, which you will know from Care Don't Care, which comes out tomorrow at noon, if you hit your little notification button for, on Bloody Elbow, it'll come to you automatically, I guess. Um, uh, uh, yeah, the, the, you know, yeah, the, those were pictures going into Auschwitz. Um, but we got, I don't know if we have time to talk about that. I've talked about it before. So anyway, seven out of 14 care means I want to watch the fight from the beginning. That's, I'm going to give them, that's 500. That's treading water. That's even Steven, as far as the UFC is concerned. And I'm willing to, you know, the other fights have been so terrible and we learned that, okay, name value doesn't automatically indicate that the fight is going to be worth a damn, you know, that it's not going to be worth it. That's fine. I'm going to, I'm going to post up. I can watch on the phone. Monopolizing all the air in the room, hang out with the kid. And she likes to watch with me to a certain special degree. Um, and when she gets tired of watching based on what she's been watching, she then lets me know by punching me in the eye, which is a very interesting two-step. Um, but you got to remember, I got into this one to the manner born and two, because my grandfather was clearly super psychotically, uh, I mean, I don't know anybody else who subscribed to Ring Magazine, and I don't even know that he was a boxer, but he loved the sport. And it, it, his love was, I mean, this is the days where you could get boxing on TV. I didn't understand it, but I understood it, if you know what I mean. Like, I'd watch, you know, uh, older men in my family would watch basketball, and I kind of understood it, but didn't really understand it. But boxing... Yeah, I didn't really understand it, but I understood it, if you know what I mean. There's a small difference. So um, so I, I figure, okay, 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 I'm going to watch your fight. I'm going to watch all the fights from beginning to end. I'm not going to talk about all the fights. That is completely unnecessary. Um, I don't, I'm not, uh, unlike every single other person that you might vote for as on Friday for the MMA awards, I, Hawani won again, best journalist in MMA, Let's not even get down. Let's just not, let, whatever. I can't shake the guy's hustle. Good for him. Congrats. Yeah. I feel so, you know how happy I feel about the fact that he won again? I, I, I feel so happy that I think I want to put a dead homeless person in somebody's trunk. That's how happy I feel. Yeah, you'll figure it out later. So um, that was actually interesting. If you watch any of that on ESPN+, Plus. The, the the MMA awards on Friday night because you could see fighters who didn't have fights coming up walking around at their normal weight. <laughs> Look like real human. Say, yeah, man, this just for that alone. Maybe they should get more money. Maybe they should get more money. So, okay, I'm watching this fight and uh, I picked Oliveira to win. And I picked Oliveira to win. It was not that complicated of a calculus, but sometimes it has to do with your capacity for losing, your comfortability with having won once you've won, and your desire to either not have it or have it again. 
right? Um, now, I know a guy who was a great wrestler, but who was so deathly afraid of what losing would tell him about himself, about himself, that he would drive himself crazy. It wasn't worth it to him to risk the public identification as a loser, a la a, a Trump character. Um, and he reminds me a lot of, of, uh, of a Trump guy since he actually tried to sue me for saying very much this. And I will never mention him by name on the show because you don't need any press from me. But the point is, he was so driven by this fear of loss and what that might, you know, tell the world about him that he would practice for hours. And this was like, nobody's going to outwork me here without getting to the essential elemental philosophical issue of, guess what, Eugene? Yes. No matter how hard you try. Yes. You are not going to be a good jockey. What do you mean? Good jockeys weigh 96 pounds. You do not weigh 96 pounds. You haven't weighed 96 pounds since you were nine years old. You're not going to be a good jockey. <laughs> Says you. No, no, no. Says anybody who understands the nature of, of elements. It's not happening. So when I look at Charles Oliveira and all the stuff coming up, it was without rancor. It was out. It was with, without question really and his interest or desire to go back to being that guy that everybody was counting out it would have been okay if he was cut i mean some people are served by their time in the wilderness if you know what i mean brandon moreno seemed to be served by his time in the wilderness and this is interesting to me whereas you know there's a, a, a quirk connected to brazilian fighters where um you know, the head seems to be really a large portion of it. That's it. And I mean, specifically, I've talked about in the past about the head as it's involved in a downward spiral. But there's also these kind of flights of grandiosity that has a large, to a large degree, is why I think we've seen so many Brazilian champions where you have the upward spiral, which could be just as delusional, but the rewards are, are great. You know, there was a period of time when, like Achilles, and Anderson Silva believed he was kissed by God. And it is clear to me that Charles Oliveira believes that he's in that very similar space. Now, a black cat could cross his path. He could drop a mirror in the bathroom, and that could completely queer his vibe. It could be the butterfly effect, however. It could have nothing to do or everything to do with it. That's not where where, where uh, Dustin Poirier is. Dustin Poirier is like, it's a job. Dustin Poirier is in I got enough money land. If he's talking immediately post fight about giving twenty thousand dollars to dude's favorite charity, he's you know he's in. Uh, hey, there he is. Rome was in. If he's talking about giving twenty thousand dollars to dude's favorite charity, he's in definitely not. You know, they try to guilt you, and I go to Safeway to do some shopping, and right as you got your card out, they say. Would you like to give ten dollars to the, 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 the whatever charity? <clears throat> I said yes, I would, but I won't. How about this? Would you like to give me these groceries for free? You might want to, but you will not. So don't be asking me for money for firemen, for heart attacks, for cancer, for emergencies, for earthquakes, for fire victims, for handicaps. I don't want to hear it. Because never once 
never once have I been checking out of that supermarket and they say, hey, can we, are you interested in putting aside an extra $10 or some of your coins for Eugene S. Robinson? As luck would have it, I'm Eugene S. Robinson. Really? Yeah. Give me the money. I don't want to get caught talking about that. I'm just saying that Dustin Poirier is in a space, in a place where loss is not that disappointing to him. He's made more money than he probably ever thought he would make already. Now, I, yeah, okay, I might be panicking. I might be panicking. Let me tell you something my ex-wife said to me. She said at one point we we're talking about money, and she was part of the, I'm not talking out of school to say this, she was part of the the legal team that worked on the IPO for initial public offering for Yahoo. And I, I remember, I remember at one point we were at the gym and she says, could you hold this for me? It was an envelope. And I go, what is it? She goes, it's a closing check. And I was like, <laughs> the check was for like $40 million in my dirty little gym bag. I was carrying around a $40 million check. And of course my head was on fire. I was like, okay, 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 okay. Hey, can we roll this over into an interest-bearing account for the next 12 hours until work starts on Monday? She's like, are you out of your mind? I got to go, just theoretically speaking, this is $40 million in my gym bag. Can might we? She's like, you know, totally, I mean, rectitude. I used to, they used to get the change wrong at the supermarket. I'd be so happy. She goes, you happy about that? Probably to a large degree had had me much more interested in issues of integrity than I would have ordinarily been as a native New Yorker. $40 million. You get to that point where, you know, and at some point I said, well, $40 million is a lot of money. And she told me, she goes, $40 million is not nearly enough. What are you talking about? She goes, it's not enough. You're going to live in the, live in the Bay Area. $40 million is not enough. I go, I'll tell you what, if I get $40 million, you can keep working. I'm not going to go to work anymore. However, uh, over the course of time here in the Valley, you know, what's that line from that song? I seen them come. I seen them go. I seen them after they lost all their dough. That I have seen. Don't want to be there. So Dustin Poirier, there are fighters that I've known who, who, who said to me very much, I'll never have to worry about money again. Oh, boy, you say stuff like that, you are tempting the guys, start knocking on wood. So I and, and people like if uh, me and a friend of mine, were like, our approach to reality is panic fueled. A simple conversation might sit start, you know, during times when we we're single might might go like this. Hey, you've been late really recently. Nah, man, I've been late. Well, it'll probably happen again. Well, hold on. You just used the word probably. Yeah, this is probably. Well, probably is different from possibly, right? Well, wait a minute. Possibly and probably, these are not very encouraging words. These don't sound promising. Promising? You know, everything has a last time. It does have a last time. What if this is the last time? What if we never get laid again? What if we... <laughs> You're sitting around and this is Escaladio and it starts to build. You lose your mind. You got to go out. You got to, I got to make moves. I got to, can't be sitting here. This is how I feel largely about money. Dustin, eh. So the equation that equal money equals loss or gain, not there for him. Eh, he lost. 
Not only did he lose, but he lost in a way that he's lost before. Not only did he lose and lose in a way that he's lost before, but he he, he lost to a guy who, <laughs> in a way that anybody paying attention could have expected that he would lose to that guy. Now, that guy's got holes in his game. Uh, you know, hey, I still need to listen to your message, man. Sorry, I haven't done it. Because uh, it slips down the thing and I forget and I keep... I see your name and I want to go back. And so then I forget. So Munch News, I will listen to your message as soon as the show is over. So, um, so, so Poirier goes to this fight. He had a great strategy. I'm going to fight the money fights. You guys fight for, 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 for the elite magical belts. And then and we catch you outside. Yeah. Okay. Except, uh, I mean, this is a weird thing. Holds in mind, dealed in in Oliveira's game. I mean, he's not Gaethje. However, Gaethje has his problems too. Gaethje is, is not. I mean, was easily dispatched on the ground by by a Khabib. Again, classification wrestler not taking grappling seriously. So you know, so. So I, I, you know, look, I, I, I don't know what to do. I, you know, I, I, and he's now considering what to do because he's like, like Rollins once said about rock when people were saying, well, why'd you stop doing music? He goes, well, you know, Rocky that has, you don't have it. It has you. And if it doesn't have you, you got to stop. And I say, yeah, I, I'd agree. Those last few records he did was stinking, stinking. Audio's gone. Really? No, it can't be. I see, I see, I see that the, well, I don't know what to tell you. Audio's fine. Yeah. It's your system, bro. <laughs> I'm not touching any computer now after the mishap of the beginning. So Poirier, wherever he is, you know, I don't think there's any real need to have a second, a rematch. Um, at this point now, I see guys like Gaethje and I see guys like um, McAnal Rapist alleged mechano rapist, I see him licking his chops because they think that Oliveira is dispatchable. But I see Oliveira is is now touched by God, uh, which means that uh, um, whatever you were hoping to, wherever you think he was standing, you know, wherever you think he was standing as of this fight, he will not be standing there. Uh, he, he will not be standing there six months from now or a year from now. As long as he figures he has been touched, he will remain untouched. And and as far as I'm concerned, a, a, accused anal rapist, McGregor, McNuggets, rapist, 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 alleged rapist, as long as he is still part of the equation. And clearly he's got nothing better to do because how many hip hop records can you make? He's got his pick. And, I, and this is now as a guy who realizes he's destroyed himself and his lingering his lingering presence is a stinking boil on the face of MMA. I would be interested to see him fight either the Diaz's, you know, or, um, or there's, I mean, there are plenty of fights in, in that division or any division now that he's ballooned up to 190. I'm sure it's natural. That he's ballooned up to 190 that he, he he feels capable of doing. But you do realize, of course, that there's a, a sell-by date on him as well. The sell-by date on him 
is measured in losses. He's good for three more losses, but they're not going to be paying him what they're paying him. Dana White is, uh, what's going on with me? I got to take another pill. The bald one, the bald one says he's a special guy and realizes as long as suckers keep lining up for that show, he's going to keep having the show. But it's what you pay for the show that makes a difference. Of course, now he can say to uh, accused anal rapist, alleged alleged anal rapist, Connor McAnal rapist, you, you can also say to him, look, you don't do this for the money anymore, right? You got more money than God now, right? Right? Yeah, you got more money than God. You, he's right. I don't need the money. I'm fighting for something else. Legacy. It's done. It's never going to come back. It's never going to come back. People will never feel about you the way they feel about a guy you beat, Jose Aldo, which is what Anthony Smith said, and he was right. The thing that you most wanted, you were least likely to get at this point in time. What a deal with the devil you made. This is why people don't stay in the witness protection program. Okay, we're going to save your life. Great. How? You have to completely do every undo everything that you have ever done. What do you mean? You like books? Yep. No more bookstores for you. Ugh. You like museums? Yep. No more museums for you. Okay. You like all the things that you liked, you cannot like. I could find each and every one of you with a minimum of effort. If I knew four or five things you really dug, because I know that you're not going to get off of those things. You can find me internationally. If you just put a note out to what? Yeah, to every jujitsu school that's out there. You see this guy? Eventually, I'm going to break down and wander in. Like Japanese food. I'm going to stop eating Japanese food so I don't get shot. Maybe. But maybe this one time, bing, they get you. My, 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 my point is, you know, in that division, we have a lot of possibilities. Whether or not dude wants to participate is up, is up to him. But as long as Oliveira is there, um, it, it, it makes his participation. Unlike, and I think in the face of him recognizing that they're on different levels in terms of different approaches to, I mean, none of, I don't know, you might have, but I can't think of many people who have had the same job since they were 19. If they're in their late 30s, it's a long time to be doing this. It's a lot of work based on seeing those guys on Friday night at the awards. You know? <laughs> I'm not spending any day. And if you're fighting, how often you fight? I mean, ugh, I'm not. That's what drove me out of bodybuilding. That tied him. I'm going to eat an apple today and then work out like a lunatic. Steroids and no steroids, man. I get hungry. So that fight is. I'm talking about that fight like it's completely normal. And, that, and it was. And that's not why you're here. You're here because I am... Um, I am going to make uh, a claim that all of you sense, that everybody senses, but that nobody is willing to say. What did you get? Somebody's you tweet. What did you in the show? Uh, yeah, no, you didn't, you didn't miss it, Maddie. I'm about to I'm about to jump into it right now. Uh, um, and uh, yeah, my kids saying hello. I'm going to say, hey, 
She never talks to me, so I, <laughs> this is the oldest one. I take the opportunities when I can. Um, so this Amanda Nunes fight, I'm sitting around and I'm watching this fight. And keep 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 in mind, people who watch this with me don't like to watch fights with me, right? Because most people who watch sporting events come from a tradition of watching sporting events. And the tradition started probably with not the same sporting events that I started watching, right? Football, very different. And soccer and baseball, forget about it. If these are sports you like to watch with your friends, you pretty much just like to talk while the TV is on. You get a beer, you get a drink, you bullshit, you get some food, you blah, 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 you talk about this, you know, and then every now and then, you know, as an anchor point to all of this interhuman, you know, interrelational human activity, maybe then you look at the screen. Me. Me. When I'm watching that, I'm watching like I'm watching a newsreel, like the Zapruder newsreel. It's not satisfying. Nobody but anybody likes to watch fight me. Because did you say something? Like shut the fuck up. I gotta I gotta concentrate on this. I'm watching. So I'm watching them at the pressers and I'm watching Juliana Pena and I'm like and she's in the zone. Hundred percent in the zone. She's number three. She's gotten close enough where she's not buying this Hall of Fame stuff. She's not doing it. She's not buying all that stuff, and which is fine. Don't she? That's the headspace that she should be in. And all don't buy any of this kayfabe. This thing with Dominic Cruz in D.C. Oh, he just I think he does his homework. And then and suddenly they're sitting in front of microphones in a chair talking about it. This is something I tried to get across to the people at Ozzy when we were doing Ozzy. We had like Sesame Street gotta create of Ozzy a place with four dimensions, the fourth dimension being time. So that that is more real for you than other shit that might be real to you. People have killed their kids trying to play Farmville because suddenly Farmville was much more realistic than this kid. I'm sure it has something to do with the serotonin links in the brain and neuroreceptors. Don't know. But I'm watching, uh, I'm watching Amanda Nunes. And she's responding, you know, you know, you haven't really been pushed, you know, you have all the kayfabe, you know, DC and every look, it's like pro wrestling. Every single narrative line is being milked for your attention, which is fine. Twitter makes it all possible. We got the Johnny, Johnny, Boney, Joni thing, questioning the goat. You got people. This is all constant chatter in and around the fight, all pointing to Rome. But like uh, Travis Bickle said, I'm doubting whether there's reality to any of this. So Nunes is like, oh, I'm going to go, but, 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 and then she goes into the fight. Um, first round, and nothing seems amiss, really. She goes back to her corner. She's smiling. She comes back, and keep in mind, she tapped to 
the worst rear naked choke ever. Vines weren't in, not mounted. It was not even a bulldog choke, not modified. And she taps. You ever see a loser look that happy? And I've already advanced this. I went to got up seven, six in the morning, was at jujitsu by seven and talking to some people like, well, well, you, anytime somebody starts, and I used it with John Nash on the care, don't care. And he's like, yeah, well, anytime somebody starts using the word fix, everybody thinks they're crazy because they think fix sounds like a really, really large conspiracy. And you can't, you know, yeah, you know what? Try fucking a dog and telling one friend and see how long that secret lasts. People are inherently blabby. There's a human need for confession and they're going to talk. So how is it possible that you could, but you're misunderstanding things. They've revealed referee scandals in, in both soccer and, and basketball revealed. They've Michael Francisi talks about fixing college basketball games. And the problem is that it's not a large set. It's not a large set. You get a basketball team of five against five. How many people do you have to suborn to screw that game up? One? One? And what does that look like? Depending on the sport. How many how many players do you have on a football team? And how many of them would have to be suborned? before the game, or why bother them? They got plenty of money. Francisi, yeah, he talked about, he talked about leaning on college players who are prime position, don't have a lot, want a lot, especially the ones with some names. Rules are very defined and clearly set out. How, how would you, how would you, how would you effectively throw an MMA fight how would you effectively throw it it's not like okay you could fake an injury somebody's going to go to a doctor and say you know what the ligament is not torn what then oh it felt like it hmm yeah okay you know what Robert, it ruined Roberto Duran one of the first submission fighters ever who said no mas can't take it I'm getting hit in the face I'm getting hit in the gut I can't take it the body work is miserable in boxing that was understandable and MMA would start not to be real. So I'm not, I'm looking at the post-fight press. I'm going, this is an interesting buildup. This is a nothing fight, sort of in my mind, a nothing fight. And I'm looking at the odds and the odds are getting crazy. And then I start to smell, I start to smell that inimitable smell of filthy lucre. And as, as they're walking into the cage, it flips for me. It's a fucking work. Soiling green is made out of humans. It's a work. So I try to get on bet eight SDI and I'm feverishly both watching on the phone, picture in picture, and then trying to get some money, a hundred dollars, something on. And now people have said to me, Eugene, they have, they have machines like the SEC. They have super big think machines that pay attention to minute changes in the market so they can tell if people are gaming the system. Same with gambling. I go, yeah, here, here, with international betting in a major gambling center in Macau, 
Stop it. There's a guy who dropped over $300,000 on noons. They knew that. But I don't know who's betting from in, in Japan or Macau. I have no idea what kind of money is dropping. So I'm now feverishly trying because I can feel it and I can smell it. There's a knowingness about her. You can't quantify knowingness, but there's a knowingness about, about noons coming into it. And it's not like what I'm seeing is a tornado of skill on, on, on in Pena. Now, I like Pena. I don't want to take anything away from her. She's an able competitor, more or less than Holly Holmes. The argument goes like this, and this argument is made to one person. It's either made to Laborio or it's made to Nunes. It's like, look, she's already a Hall of Fame, right? Yeah, she's a Hall of Fame. She uh, wants to retire and will retire pretty soon. Yeah. Um, let's look at the numbers connected to how many fights we imagine she might have. These are the numbers that are connected to three fights that she has left in her contract, contracted, or that she might be interested in doing before she gets seriously into, you know, being mom style, raising her kid and just doing whatever she's going to do with a person who's got a certain amount of money on hand. Okay. So you got those figures? Yeah, you got them. I'm going to write a figure on a piece of paper, and I want you to take a take a look at it and think about it. That number is 20 mil. This works. There's no exposure here at all. Because you get 20 mil for doing something, you're not going to take you're not going to jeopardize the taking of that 20 mil by saying that you did something. You don't have to talk to a lot of people. If you're talking to Nunes, you don't have to talk to Laborio. She thinks she wants to pony up some money to him or I'm talking to, it doesn't have to be that way. Talk to one person. Talk to Nunes. Look at it. You've lost before. It's not that big of a deal. 20 mil. 20 mil. And you get a series out of it. All right? So that, this is, you fight three more fights, two more with her, one, the last one you retire on with Kayla, this doesn't, this in no way diminishes the value of your contribution. You're still Hall of Fame. You're still great. And you got 20 mil for your little baby in the, in the, in the, in the, in the, in the. People, well, look, you know, but taxes, it would be disclosed and disclosed my ass. You know, do you remember who was the woman who was up for the Supreme Court? And you know what got her? Kimbra, Kimbra, I can't remember her name. That she had been just paying her 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 childcare person the way people pay babysitters. Childcare, Kimba Wood, Kimba Wood was that her name? She would come to the house, take care of the kids, and at the end of the week, she would just give her cash or do whatever. She wasn't consciously trying to avoid doing, but that person was an employee, so she got screwed. Would have been in the Supreme Court, got screwed. There are lots of ways that we give each mother money, consideration for future events as yet unknown. A lot of money changed hands. A lot, a lot, a lot. Like I say about Hollywood, if you knew how much Tom Cruise made 
on a movie, if you knew how much he has made, if you knew total lifetime earnings of Tom Cruise, if you know how much Tom Cruise got in the brief period of time that I started talking about Tom Cruise, you would not be able to watch a Tom Cruise movie without going, shit, this mother, fucking, look this fucking guy. <laughs> You'd sit there the whole movie. Hey, <laughs> right, Mr. Is, how you doing? You'd sit there the whole movie, not being able to pay attention. You rewatch the Noons Pena fight and 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 try to keep an open mind about it. You look at it. And if you say, no, clearly, clearly she was getting pegged, she was getting worked, she's gotten hit before by people who can hit harder. Go rewatch it. We've talked about this before in other questionable cases. You want to throw a fight? Cardio is always the easiest one. I could fake cardio right now. I've been sitting in this spot for 40 fucking minutes. Give me 10 seconds. It's less believable because I've been sitting here for 40 minutes. But if I've been jumping around and we're doing it, come on, just come on, stop. I'm not willing to believe it. I'm not willing to believe it. I'm not. I am incapable of believing it. <laughs> There's a guy who watches the show. Exactly. Watch it. There's a guy watching the show. I like him. He bet on Oliveira, which is, in my mind, unlike Steph or John, I think a sane bet to make. He bet uh, Pena. And there was a third one that was unlikely win for some people. Like, uh, I don't remember. It was, And he bet like five, like something. The guy ended up walking around, walking away with a substantial, yeah, you know, substantial amount of money. Just for funsies. I need to get the online betting thing. And it doesn't happen. It's not all, it's not all but you got to understand. You got to understand that, that a couple of things have happened, right? It's not like, oh, next time they get it. No, the bite on this was just so big. The bite on this was just so big. All the arguments in favor of her taking the dive are there and real. What kind of odds is she going to get in the next fight? Who would want to fight her again to say, yeah, she's the belt holder? Who? It was boring. What, could, what about the pay-per-view? They were complaining about the pay-per-view for this fight straight up through Thursday. What about that? I mean, they, they, every reason in the world for her to lose and not a single one in favor of her winning. And I could, I could have that conversation with her in seven minutes, less. And it seems totally reasonable. And it seems totally reasonable to me because it is. Do me a favor. So you get one little number on your record. You're helping out. I help you, you help me. 
Or you could say, if you don't feel comfortable with that idea of collusion, you could say, like Anderson Silva once said, that this, and like we know from talking to our fighters who talk to us in back channels about, you know, was the UFC is like the worst partner ever, calling, demanding, crying, complaining, it's bugging, calling, it's inconvenient. And even more so, even more so when you got that crown on your head. Even more so when you got that crown yet. So maybe she was just like, I need a break. I need a break. I need a break. It's nothing to do with the money. <laughs> it doesn't. Money, Kimber Wood. Oh, uh, it, 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 money. It's got nothing to do with money. Uh, stop it. Stop it. I mean, to me, to me, to me, this is very much akin to people who, absent any and all evidence, still believe that Hitler killed himself in that bunker in in Berlin. Okay. I still feel the same way when I talk to super religious people or alternatively atheist. So, so, you know, so, so, you know, you know, you know, you don't know anything. We don't know anything. We know nothing, next to nothing. But I'm glad you're sure of something. Even I'm willing to say, maybe, maybe Pena really beat her. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. And then let's go down that list. Maybe it really doesn't have anything at all to do with money. Maybe. Maybe. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's, you know, um, there is nothing, nothing that will change my mind about this unless I see x-rays. And even then, turns out Amanda Noon's left arm was broken and she had, you know, radiation poisoning of the left gnectozoid, whatever. I mean, you know, the division that is now alive, she was sitting on that division like a big, fat, poisonous toad, and there was no action there. Action means the perception that somebody could win and somebody could lose when everybody's assuming that she's always going to win. That's not action. Who's pain you going to fight? People should be salivating like they, like I suspect they're salivating right now that Oliveira is a win because she's imminently beatable. <laughs> 